0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Vegas Therapist. I am your host, Ryan Winder. And remember, what's happening in Vegas is not staying in Vegas, as I bring you helpful tips and all sorts of topic areas with a Vegas twist, of course. So let's get the show started. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's good to have you back in for another episode of The Vegas Therapist. This is your host, Ryan Winder. Glad to have you back in. And I have a great show for you today, but before I get to that, I just want to check in and hopefully everybody's doing okay. I know my last two episodes were on suicide prevention for Suicide Prevention Month, and I think it was rightfully fitting. In fact, part of the reason it's been a while since I've released another episode is that my practice, my daily practice has been overwhelmingly busy. Um, Just so many people needing to get in to get help. Um, People are struggling right now, people's mental health and well-being is at an all-time... Uh, Maybe not all time, but it's definitely, I mean, it feels like it's in an all time uh, low and people are getting their teenagers in, themselves in. So just a lot going on and it's made it a little bit challenging to balance the podcast at this point. And um, it's definitely something that's uh, caused me time to reflect and just everything that's going on. In fact, since I did the last few episodes, I've heard of three or four young people taking their, taking their life. Um, so suicides are on the rise, people's, like I said, morale is down, and uh it's hard to see an end in sight anytime soon. So hang in there and you know, uh make sure to share this show with somebody that you think might be in need of it or would get something out of it. If there's an episode that you can remember or think about, or even this episode, uh just make sure to share it with somebody, get the message out there of hope and healing. Um, because we all need it at this time. Also, just if you remember to subscribe to me on the apple podcast app as well as leave me a review and a rating and that would be greatly appreciated as again it helps to get the podcast out there and get it to more people who need it uh, which is what this is all about so uh, for today's episode i've got a little bit of a different thing that i wanted to try to do it's kind of built on a different podcast um So I was listening to, and I I listened to a variety of different podcasts, kind of try to get ideas and things that they're doing to try to share with you guys. So I was listening to Dax Shepard's podcast. If you don't know who he is, he has the Armchair Expert podcast. He's also an actor and a comedian. Um, He's been on some TV shows and movies and different things. So anyway, funny guy, but uh, he's also a podcast host. He's also a recovering addict. And the episode that I'm referring to is the episode he titled Day 7. And in that episode, Dax reveals that he has he had relapsed in his addiction recovery and that his 16 years of sobriety was not really 16 years. And so the title of the podcast, Day 7, was a reflection of how many days he now currently has sober. And that was his coming out to everybody. And obviously, it was a very difficult thing for him to do, um, lots of shame, and and feelings of embarrassment uh, for portraying himself one way when in reality um, that was just not the case. And so it took a lot of courage, though, for him to come out and talk about that, Uh, so I commend him for that. But it it definitely, the episode got me thinking um, primarily about how we all probably have something in our lives that we struggle to share with others, and that something, whatever it is, is most likely weighing on us and weighing us down, and keeping us from a level of happiness that we deserve, and that we desire, and that we probably could have if that thing just wasn't lingering around. Now, for some of you, um, obviously in the case of Dak, he was hiding his relapses. For others, um, it could be something similar. Um, It could be some type of trauma that you've never talked about, um, or shared with anybody. Um, I know I've, I've been amazed by how many people have been in my office who are in their 30s, maybe even 40s, and maybe talk to me about a sexual abuse that they've never shared with somebody for the first time in my office. And so I know there's things like that out there that people have not shared or talked about or opened up about. Um, or maybe even just currently might be depressed or having anxiety and you're holding that in or not talking about that. And so I just wanted to do this episode in a way to hopefully – bring some attention and awareness to your own self and to think about and really do some self-reflection about something in your own life that maybe you just need to talk about. Maybe you need to let it out and, and just have it be out in the open so that it can be there for you to deal with and just get some relief from. Um, and obviously, one of the main contributors to this or the reason you know reasons that maybe we don't share is shame. So I was th- thinking about some of the things, the elements of shame and what it does to us. And obviously, we know from other episodes I've done, shame is a very powerful negative emotion that restricts our lives in many ways. You know, it can prevent us from expressing our true selves, which is what I'm talking about. It can also keep us from enacting our desires and from really, really living a life full of joy. Um, And that really sucks. You know, that sucks that, that that's what shame does to us. And that's what we, in some ways, allow to have happen to us. Um, and so, I just want you to kind of think about that statement, and let that sink in for a bit, is just that how shame you know keeps us from living a life full of joy. Um, another thing just to think about, as far as that goes, is you know how shame controlling you. You know, we feel shame oftentimes for reasons that we shouldn't. Um, and in in essence, then, because we do that or allow that, you know we end up hiding parts of ourselves. Or disguise our thoughts because we feel fearful and this is really important this is a big one as to why we hold those things is because we feel fear about ridicule rejection and of course hurt um, you could also add shame embarrassment other things in there too um, and so in the day seven episode that dax um, talked where he talked uh, the co-host i remember her making a statement and in that statement she said you know that she felt like the public element that you know him being in the public eye made this so much more difficult for him and my initial thought was i just really i just disagreed with that i just felt like that that um regardless of where we are um from the standpoint where he was fearful about what we all fear really um and that that's something we all go through uh, is that fear of rejection ridicule ridicule hurt disappointment Um, etc, etc. Now, some people might argue that his fears might have been on a larger scale, because he was a public figure. But to me, rejection is rejection, disappointment is disappointment. And when you are in fear of experiencing that, it really doesn't matter who you are, it's going to, it's going to have an impact on you. And it's going to be difficult to come forward and talk about something. So I just think in our own spheres, it's just, it's what's what goes on for us. And, And like I said, I mean, um, if, you know, just because my wife's not a superstar in terms of like a uh, movie star, I mean, not a superstar. She's a superstar. Sorry about that. Um, it's definitely a superstar. Um, just cause she's not a movie star doesn't mean that I don't fear disappointing her, letting her down just as much as Dak feared that within his wife or whoever it might be. So that shame really does work on us. And it creates that, like I said, that fear of those different things. And like I said, we end up eating those things and not and not coming forward with them. So uh, for me, again, I just wanted people to think about something that they need to get out, something that they need to share, or finally be honest about, something that they can have a reset with and kind of start over and get some. Just be, like I said, refreshed and relaxed and 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 come clean with whatever they need to. And like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be something big because just something that's maybe keeping us from. Like I said, that sense of fulfillment in our lives or that feeling of joy that we all deserve. Um, so in doing this and kind of getting ready for this episode and thinking about it, I was thinking, well, uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know obviously from the standpoint of, of what Dak experienced, I mean, the relapse, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, but I came across this article that talked about 10 things that we should quit feeling shame over. And they included some of the following. I'm not going to go through all 10, but I thought some were important just as you're thinking about things that maybe you might be struggling to talk about or share. um, The first one is just our dreams, feeling shame over or feeling shame over or hiding our dreams from others really only serves more of of a barrier to achieving them. So if you have a dream that you've wanted to pursue, you know, I just challenge you to share it, to go after it, you know, to talk about it with somebody that you care about and put it out there and really make it something. Don't just, you know, again, sit on it, think it's dumb, think whatever. Maybe I can't do that. Um, but try to put your dream out there and see what can happen. Um, I think you'd be surprised by uh, your support and maybe what 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 could be out there for you. So another one I talked about in the article was just simply expressing our emotions. I know there's a lot of shame around that. Um, in particular with men, they have a harder time with that. Honest expression of your emotion we know is healthy and it's really nothing to be ashamed of. So if you have feelings about something or someone uh, that you've been holding back, just let it be known, you know, quit holding back, quit punishing yourself with these feelings that are building up inside you. Cause I know they are, I see it all the time in my office, people hold stuff, it builds up and it leads to more negative things in their lives. So um, just express your emotions, let it, let yourself feel what you need to feel. Um, another one that made the list was saying no. So people have a hard time saying no, um, and that, that can be a burden that they carry. So maybe your day seven is, is that you haven't said no to anybody in a while. Just kind of keep saying yes. So maybe you're a yes man or a people pleaser. People pleasers have a hard time saying no. And part of the reason they have a hard time saying no is because they have pain and guilt um, as a result of saying no to someone. They feel like they're doing something bad or doing something wrong. Um, but saying no and setting boundaries is healthy. So if you're that person that feels bad or is worried how others may think about you, um, just try it. Try saying no, knowing that you're going to maybe feel some guilt because it's something you're not used to. But just try doing it. And obviously you have some work to do there. Uh, it's interesting because I've been working with a client recently who that's been one of her big things is just having a hard time saying no. And in particular, saying no to her mom. Uh, she feels bad. She feels like her mom has a lot of other challenging things children slash adult children. And so she wants to be a support to her, but she's got her own things going on in her life. And so she just, uh, anytime she thinks about saying no, she just has has this huge amount of guilt. So we talked about it in our session and talked about what she could do and how she could set these boundaries. it was interesting. She came back this week and uh, uh, she said, you know, after our last session, she's like, I had a nightmare. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what was the nightmare about? It was about me saying no to my mom And, you know, and then she never talked to me after and she was mad and she wouldn't talk to me and it was just this big ordeal and I just woke up in this panic. So obviously that's something that was weighing on her pretty heavily and just kind of her finally getting the courage uh, to, to, to feel like she could say no and that she could do it obviously caused her a lot of internal stress to where it came out in this dream. Um, But the good news was, is that she took the opportunity to do something, to set a boundary, and the next time it came up, she was able to, to, to say no to her mom. And guess what? It didn't work out so bad. Her mom was okay with it. She understood. And they were able to still communicate afterwards. So so sometimes that's another thing, too, is we make it a bigger deal than, uh, than maybe what it is or we c- kind of catastrophize the outcome. But uh, standing up for ourselves and saying no to, to things, um, again, if, especially if we've been people-pleasing our lives, our entire lives. Uh, that can be a big thing, so maybe that's your thing that you need to work on, um, or or start or start doing more. Other ones, uh, just some some quick ones that were on this list. Uh, our need for me time, uh, which is a, definitely an important thing about uh, about self care, but sometimes we feel bad about asking for it, especially if we're in a relationship. And then the last one that I want to touch on, which I think is a big one, especially you know if these things happen to us or if this happens to us in terms of what. What it means it's that it, we have a hard time maybe being open about it, and that's failure. Um, but, you know, I think what we really need to do with failure is change what it means. And really, failure is a learning experience. It's a learning exercise and something that builds character. Failure doesn't mean something bad. It means that you tried, that you weren't complacent, that you made an effort uh, to better yourself or to prove some type of situation. So we really shouldn't see failure as anything but a building block and something to be proud of. Uh, But like I said, this is a big one for people. And I think even in Dak's episode, a big part of his hesitation to share was about failure. Um, There was a statement in the podcast about him losing 16 years of sobriety. And my thought was initially was right after that was said was like he didn't lose 16 years. He can still take all of his experiences with him and his understanding and the things that he went through. And and he was and he's able to take that. To be successful and it's really only enhanced by his setback failures don't have to be bad things you know now as he's kind of had this setback he's able to learn more about himself he's able to he was able to learn more about uh keeping an eye on his character defects defects which were in his case arrogance so when he let arrogance get in the way of his decision making um, you know, it caused problems for him. And so he was able to see that as he reflected back on the situation. So again, the failure led to some learning. It led to some understanding and it led to some growth, which are all good things. But again, we have the tendency in our society and within ourselves to focus on the failure side and that it's bad and that it's not good. And then it means we're a loser or that we're weak or all these other things. And it really doesn't have to mean any of that, you know. It it really is just more about us gaining experience, us learning, us building strength, better tools, better understanding of ourselves. So, and teaching us how we can succeed. You know, if we if we fail at something, sometimes it gives us the window into how do we how we can see succeed with something later on. So, um, so again, like I said, failure is a learning tool. Um, and we have to really just work on changing our perspective on, on it. And also too, along with that, we have to not worry how others judge it, because in the end, it's what we do with our failures, how we learn from them that, we're, that really matters. Um, you know, over the years, I've seen people go to such extremes as like when they failed as hiding extensive debt from their partners, um, not wanting to deal with the fact that hey we've had this life we've done these things and then money's not the same anymore but yet i want to continue to give you this 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 way of living that you're accustomed to now so i'll just keep digging us into debt and not dealing with maybe the failure and again the failure is just relative it's not necessary that these people are not still working or not still doing stuff they may just not be making as much money or whatever it might be so a lot of different things like that where people just, they don't want to face those failures. They're they're afraid of the rejection that might come with it. They're afraid of like how they're going to be perceived. So they just hide stuff and stuff it down. Um, so again, whatever whatever our thing is, maybe it's something we're working on. Maybe it's our own recovery. Let's just try to get honest with ourselves and with the people around us about where we're at, where we want to be. And if there's something that we need to share... Let's do it. Let's take the time to do it. Let's get the courage to, to make that, um, put that out there. Um, so just to kind of get, you know, get things going and kind of wrap towards like maybe a better way that we can do this. I thought there were some important points that we need to, to look at that can help us to overcome maybe some of those fears or some of the beliefs that we may carry that, that don't allow us to um to maybe share what we need to share. And so I'm just going to do that by going through a few more things that were in the episode that I think will be helpful um to to help us in our journey to shed our shame and to be able to be more true to ourselves and to others. So one of the other things that they talked about in the episode was that <clears throat> Dax Dax mentioned that early on in his recovery he kept a journal. about his recovery and the things, the thoughts and the feelings and the different things that he'd, he went through in his recovery. But as he's, as he got shady in his recovery, as he started to kind of cheat recovery a little bit here and there, he stopped journaling. So in his words, he said he didn't feel safe about being honest with his journal, but really, I mean, yes, he didn't feel safe, but also his journal was like his accountability partner and he stopped being accountable to himself via his journal. So he didn't want to put down in paper what he was really doing because then that made it more real. So in his head, in his mind, and the way he was justifying things, as long as he kept it in his mind, then it was fine. But if he were to write it down, then it would be something different. So maybe for you, a journal is the first step in your process of getting things out. Something to be accountable, accountable to, something to be honest with. It's just something. So... Think about that. Think about a journal as a way of getting some practice at being more open with yourself and potentially then with others. Um, Another thing that got talked about that I think it's important for us to think about is that there was a statement, there's a statement, people love me because, and then we fill in the blank, right? So um, the problem with this statement is that when we think about love in this way is that we're sending the message to ourselves that love Uh, For us is conditional, and love shouldn't be conditional. Love is unconditional. Um, But when we set it up this way, then you know we're saying that we're only loved because of maybe our success or because of our money or because of our work or because of us being able to stay sober. Whatever it is, that's that's what we're saying makes us lovable. Um, So people and each of you, I hope, can work on people love me because, period, end of sentence, that's it, people love me because I'm me, because of who I am, because of, because of just me, you know, that, that's what it needs to be for us, um, so I, I feel like, you know, if we, if we kind of fall into that trap, you know, people, again, making love conditional, uh, then what, would what, would, not only what that sets up, sets you up for, if you have that Un- or that conditional way of looking at love, then it's like I can't do bad things, I can't fail, I can't disappoint others, because then I won't be lovable. And that's a that's a difficult trap to get out of when we start to feel that way about ourselves. Uh, the third thing that I think was important to, to mention about the podcast, another thing it talked about is that um, there's a level of connection that comes with with others from being open and honest, and from us being real about our struggles. And I think that that level of connection is just undescribable. It's hard to put a, it's hard to put it into words, what that feels like when we connect with somebody in a way that is, you know, it's about our deepest feelings. Uh, something <clears throat> recently I just experienced with a client was um, uh, he, the first couple of sessions, you know, like very kind of just stoic, dry uh, talking about life, talking about life events, um, and just kind of very matter-of-fact. Um, we did some EMDR stuff. There wasn't really a lot of movement there, um, and and you just tell he had a hard time opening up and kind of letting those barriers down, and uh, it was just interesting in our session today. Um, something had happened and kind of, you know, was a little bit humbling for him, and so we started talking about it and kind of processing it and working our way, way through it, and as we did, you know, the emotions started to come out and I started to kind of, you know, push him on a little bit. And, um, you know, he just talked about how, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't let himself feel and, and it was a sign of weakness. And all, so all these negative beliefs about sharing your emotions started coming out and, you know, and, and I'm over on their side and I'm just kind of trying to egg that th- emotion on and let, let himself, let him feel like it was okay to feel, and, you know, and it was just it just really allowed for us to have a different connection as he really shared his true emotions. And I said to him, I said, you know, this is going to sound weird and probably crazy. I said, but this this is exciting <laughs> to me. This is exciting to see you actually get tearful and to see you, you know, allow yourself to feel these emotions. And it's and it's it's huge because you you deserve to feel that and and you need to feel that in order to heal and so it was just great. But like I said, that level of connection that comes from just being real and from being open, like I said, it's, 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 it's indescribable, but it's a, it's definitely, um, very powerful when it does happen. And the next thing I just want to touch on was from the episode was that our secrets are much more painful, uh, than the truth. And that's just, there's just no, I mean, I I just think that that's a great statement. Um, You know because when you think about our secrets sometimes they just don't stay where they're at you know they can turn into more secrets and more pain and more destruction as we try to keep them hidden as we try to keep them going just like the financial debt the debt stuff you know it's like the more you keep that secret that money's not good you know the more you have to go into debt the more you have to hide the more you you stress the more and it's just it's just a it's a snowball so secrets are much more painful than the truth and i hope we we can see that and understand I, I realize sometimes coming forward with the truth is painful too but it's just not there's no comparison to how painful secrets can be and the hurt that they can cause long term to people so um i think the people in our lives also to you know I, well one of the things i was thinking about this too is that is that a lot of times the outcomes are never like we imagine to be when we kind of have something that we're holding on to. Um, I think the people in our lives tend to be much more forgiving and compassionate than we give them credit. This also reminds me of Brene Brown's concept of the FFTs and what she talks about in her podcast, the first freaking times, or the first freaking time that we do something, we have a lot of anxiety about it and a lot of anticipation. We also think about it in the worst case scenario, what's gonna go wrong, how it's gonna go bad, what's going to go bad, how people are going to hate us or whatever it might be, or this is going to be terrible, or it's going to be a big failure. And that's how we look at it, especially with something that we we, we haven't done before. And so it's no different with sharing something for the first time is that we just look for the worst case, case scenario. And then of course, because that's how we think about it, then it just it, you know puts a wall up and we end up just kind of holding back and not, not being willing to share. But I, I really feel like, you know, that things, the outcomes are just not that they're not as bad as, um, as we, as we make them out to be. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be consequences to some things. Um, I mean, obviously if you have a crap load of debt that you're hiding or something like that, I mean, there's going to be some consequences of that, but, you know, but then now maybe you have a partner to help you through it and it can be on the same page and same team with you as well. Um, so with all this, and just kind of thinking about these different topics and and things that we can do. Um, I just want you to really kind of hope, you know, come away with something of like, what's your day seven? What's the thing? What, what do we need to come clean with in our lives? Where do we need to have a reset? Where do we need to get more honest? Um, and, you know, I think for me, I thought about this. I thought, well, it's only fair I share something with you. And um, I was thinking about this and maybe a place in my life. So over the summer, um, our family decided to make a big change in our lives. And, um, and I'd been listening to a podcast that had Hugh Jackman on it. And in it, he said, you know, if you're going to do something, you got to be all in. And so I talked about that with my, my wife and my kids. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to make this change. You know we just need to be all in we need to just be all in and go for it and make it happen and and not really look back and i think if i'm being honest with them and with myself is that i probably haven't been as all in as they have been and even though the change is coming the change is happening um, i've probably been a little bit more of the one dragging my feet a little bit and maybe a little bit more hesitant on things and so i think today and just thinking about this podcast is like i i need to be all in with them and the change isn't anything bad it's exciting it's something good but i've probably like i said been a little bit more held back a little bit more reserved a little bit more uneasy about things as far as the change goes and for them and for myself i just i need to join them and be all in so that's my challenge for myself is to be more all in that's my day seven. So right now, today, I'm at day one, <laughs> and uh, um, and that's, that's my starting point. So um, I just came out that to you now that I'm going to be more all in, and I'll be more accountable to that as we go on, just like I hope you will find something that you can be able to be more honest about and have a reset with and Uh, that's, that's, that's what I was, that's what I'm hoping for from this podcast is that we can be more real with ourselves and with those around us because it is important and it is a good thing for us as we do that. So, all right, well, hope uh, you enjoyed this episode. Go take a listen to Dax podcast. Day seven is the podcast, but make sure to keep, uh, keep listening here as well. like I said, go to Apple, subscribe to the podcast and leave it a rating and review. This is the Vegas therapist Signing out for now.